this guy, M.W. Breeden. I don't know if you follow him. He's really mm -hmm. awesome. Okay, so we're in. Is it showing up? Mm. No, it was right here. Oh, here we are. Oh, there we go. There we go. <laughs> what are we saying? Shh. No saying. Sure enough. friends, it's Andy coming to you live from Ventura. Ventura today, yes. Wow, I am, I'm, I just got here. <laughs> it took it's me, a long drive. it took me, like I was driving to Las Vegas. We're <laughs> in 45 minutes. <laughs> oh my gosh. But I'm glad I got here in time. I pre-scheduled this post because I was hoping that, you know, parents that may have gotten this letter from the, um, the, um, the P-Y-L-U-S-D. I don't know why I had trouble just saying that just now. I am a little I bit tired. I just got off the road. Placentia Urbalinda Unified School District. Uh, the um, superintendent um, sent out a letter. Not yesterday, but the day before yesterday. I got it late at night and I read it and I just, I was really a lot more angry when I read it for the first time. And I'm going to tell you a little bit about it. And I'm going to tell you why I was angry. And I think when you read it, you go, well, that's not really that bad necessarily. But then I kind of explained to you why. I thought it was not a good idea. And then I got mad again. <laughs> so I sent an email because um, the, those parents that got this uh, email, and I know those of you that aren't in the school district, that have no idea what I'm talking about. So I'll read just a little bit for you. Um, maybe had the same feeling, maybe not. And, and, I, and, I'm, and I want to bring it up and I want to talk about it because I think it's important to discuss these things to kind of let you know how these things can get out of hand. These discussions about racism, about, you know, Potentially, if there's any discussion about police being systemically racist, we had a teacher at Kramer Middle School, I think I said high school last time, middle school, that put up some pictures that were very poor representations of law enforcement that I'll show you in a little bit. But these things sometimes start small and begin to poison um, our children. And, and what I want to try to bring back to our schools is education. Well, and also I think it alerts other parents. Oh, wow. Somebody else feels this way too, mm. that it's not just me that I have to hide and be like, uh Oh, they're coming after us again. Yep. Let's, let's behave as they expect us to. Yep. And say that we have a right to defend ourselves. Right. So I pulled up the, the wrong frame, but just so you know, uh, Hetty and I have a, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have a devotional that we do during the day. We so if you ever want to see that, go to living devotion, fearless devotional.com. That actually takes you to the podcast, the audio version of that, but we do it live on YouTube and uh, Twitter and Facebook and, and Twitch. And uh, over the last couple of days, we've had some Muslims join us who went from asking questions to accepting Jesus Christ as a Lord and Savior. At least that's what it appears that happened. That's what I mean, we don't, we don't know these people, but it, it was through the discussion that led to, you know what? I, I want to walk with Jesus. Amen. Which is not something a Muslim ever says. Right? No. So there's no mistake. No. 
<laughs> so just so you know uh, that we have that going on. But uh, this is Hedia. I'm Andy. If this is the first time that you're watching us. Um, and so, uh, hey, hey, what? Nasir. <laughs> this is one of them. The 14 year old ex-Muslim. Hey, Nasir, thanks for watching. Yeah. We're going to be not talking about God uh, on this particular thing. Well, maybe we will from time to time, but not really. All right. So let's get to the meat of the operation. Did you want to say something to Nasir before? No, I just got to see you, Nasir. We tried to find you and we couldn't find your tagline, but um, glad to see you here again. Today's about politics. No, you, tonight's about politics. Did you want to ask, answer him about, he asked what kind of Bible he should get. Oh, NKJV. So um, New King James Version, Amazon. Best place to get it. Yeah, there you go. Well, not, I'm mad at Amazon. Oh, sorry. He's mad at Amazon. I'm but I like Amazon. Amazon. <laughs> okay. Hey, Priscilla, nice to see you. All right. So I'm going to bring up uh, just uh, the the uh, letter that we get, we get these every so often. Usually it's an update on, um, you know, COVID and what's happening in our school. But this one uh, from Dr. And I want to get his name right. It's a, it's for somebody that's hard for me. Oops, I went way too far. I went into the yeah. Spanish version. <laughs> Dr. James El Sasser. Dr. James El Sasser. This, at least that's how I think you say it. And it's talking about, uh, on behalf of the school board, I felt it was important to connect with the families and employees of Placentia Orlando Unified School District following a disturbing surge of violence of xenophobia aimed at Asian Americans and Pacific Islanders uh, communities across our nation. And then I'll skip down to the second paragraph. Oh my gosh, am I, I have a terrible, tough time with her mouse. My, her mouse doesn't like me, it's jealous. All right. We are very proud to serve uh, as your school district and feel it is important to be your ed dedicated educational partners in challenging times. We recognize the pervasive social injustice and intolerance may have an adverse effect on our students, employees, families, and entire school community. Given the gravity of what has, what has and continues to unfold, including the uptick of targeted rhetoric and violence against AAPI uh, communities, since the beginning of the COVID-19 pandemic, as well as the tragic killings in greater Atlanta, Georgia area on March 16th, we encourage you to have an age-appropriate conversation with your students. Now, now again, I, I, want, I want you to know, I understand that on the surface, some people may read that and say, well, he's you know talking about something that's in the news. The problem with what he was talking about is that this this issue of attacks on Asians is happening, uh, and it, but it's been happening for a very long time. It's not simply related to COVID-19. I know that's hard for people to believe. They want you to believe that because of President Trump calling it the China virus, that suddenly because of that, everybody's attacking Asians. I, I, I still go to Chinese restaurants. We go to Panda Express. And so I, I, I know that seems really strange, but I never thought that I would be angry at any Asians that are living here because of a name of a flu and where it came from. That, that number one, that has never entered my mind. I'm sure it's never entered yours. I'm not necessarily going to speak for you. Of course. Um, but it's just a ridiculous notion. We didn't do it for the Spanish flu. We didn't go attack Spaniards because it was called the Spanish flu. We didn't go attack uh, the Legionnaires during the Legionnaire disease. I mean, none of these types of things happen. Well, I think sometimes there, for me, I think the problem was is that that particular attack had nothing to do with xenophobia that racism. Yeah. You know, so, and, and that people, there are some racist people, but it's not systematic racism too. It's not like the entire country is racist. Right. So I, I'm going to get to a bigger point about our students and about our children uh, in just one second, but I just want to address this one issue. This is a, this is a media um, created 
phenomenon about this thing, about this, this attack on Asians. Again, it has been going on for a long time. In 2008, uh, there was a report that came out from San the San Francisco area where uh, a large number of Asians, at least comparatively to uh, their, their smaller population in San Francisco, were being attacked. And it turned out 80% of the attacks on the Asians in San Francisco, uh, what, over 80% was from the black community, from black men were the major, majority of suspects. What is racist, I think, in that time, not only was it blacks against Asians, is that the DA was not prosecuting some of the people because they said, well, they're poor and we can't really prosecute them and we shouldn't prosecute them because they, they are disadvantaged and they're just angry. And that is, when did our law become about that? Right. If you're if you're beating somebody senseless and causing them sometimes to lose an eye, uh, you're kicking elderly people. We've seen some of these videos, right? They're 80, 90 year old people that are that are being cold clocked by uh, in, in the videos I've seen by black suspects. Nobody says it. And, and somebody's going to call me racist because I'm saying it. But that's the truth. When I see the videos in, in I've, I've yet to see a video uh, that they've captured where an Asian has been attacked, especially during even the COVID-19 period of time where it hasn't been somebody from the black community. Where does this stem from? The only thing that I can tell you, one of the places this stems from, during the Rodney King riots, I was in Los Angeles for three days during those riots, and we saw a large number of Asian store owners protecting their uh, stores with weapons, um, ARs, handguns, yeah. shotguns. As I was driving through, you saw them out there, like a, a bunch of um, you know, Asian uh, refugees or nationals, or what do you want to call them, uh, guarding their 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 oh, stores. Yep, and uh, it, it was causing a big problem. The they were being looted. Their their buildings were being caught on fire, and they were being targeted uh, a great deal. We were told that if you see an Asian um, uh, owned store, that we needed to keep a particular eye on that because they seem to be targeted more than others. So this has been going on for a very long time. It's just that right now. They just simply want to now use it to try to continue this bashing of the last four years and somehow continue this narrative and try to maybe get away from what's happening at the border, maybe to get away from his uh, the, the current president's uh, cognitive issues. Whatever it is, they're trying to use it as a, um, a, a, a screen uh, to get us off the, the message of what's going on. I think it's also important that if they don't identify whatever hostility may be existing between two ethnic communities, then they don't actually get to the root of the problem because mm. maybe there's cultural bias between the black and the Asian communities. Maybe there's misunderstandings between them uh, that is has developed over a number of years. And by not addressing that at a social level mm. and just saying that it's, you know, it's the country wide, they don't ever address the actual problem. Correct. So, um, and so here, here, here now I just want to get in relationships, relationship to the school. Um, we have a very diverse school. We have every nationality that attends at least the, ch the school that my children go to at Golden Elementary. Same thing with Tuffrey, where my, my oldest son goes. And then I know in El Dorado, it's very diverse. I mean, we just went to El Dorado the other day and you saw every race getting along, playing uh, football together, cheerleading together, playing lacrosse together, playing water polo together. We saw them all. And there, it, it's, it's it look like a, exactly the way the United States of America is supposed to look. But when you send out a letter, and this is my, this is where I began to get a little bit heated. When you begin to send out a letter that is using a narrative that has been created by the media, which is a false narrative, now, now you're putting it into the parents' eyes, uh, ears, and, and, and eyes that they're looking at this going, wow, I didn't know that we were having a problem. 
right? I know that the the emails didn't say they said in the in the world, but really, it really begins to use again a false narrative to build this um, distrust maybe between white people. Really, you know, this is being targeted towards white people, right? I'm not I'm not making anything up. This really is saying that we are white supremacists. Uh, my children have blonde hair and blue eyes. And uh, and that's where I really began to when I thought about it, this is going to this is going to possibly affect how people look at my children that have you blonde hair and blue eyes. Are half Mexican. Yeah, they're half Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> but they have blonde hair and blue eyes. And this is where this problem really begins. Where we we it starts small. Now we could listen as as conservative Christians or conservatives or just Christians, you know, what our our um, our usual uh, way of handling something like this. We go, oh, there they go again. They're just talking about it and we don't say anything. And and what I want to say to all of you that may be in the Placentia Yorba Linda School District is that maybe we need to say something. We, maybe we need to say, hey, listen, this message is based on a false narrative um, and that shooting that you used in Atlanta to describe, uh, you know, you know to try to support your message was not based on racism whatsoever. As a matter of fact, in my email, which I will actually share now and show you, because I did send an email. I sent an email to the um, superintendent and I, oops, sorry. And I sent it to uh, everybody in the school board. And, and so I'm just going to go ahead and, and bring it up so you can read it. I, I'm not ashamed of it. And I just want to share with you what my thoughts were. And then maybe you may have um, some of the same same thoughts. And so just to share my email was that I was surprised to see, well, dear Dr. James L. Sasser, I was uh, surprised to see your message to the parents of PYLUSD late last night. Much of your message is misguided and not based on facts, especially using the shooting in Atlanta on March 16th to increase fear in our Asian parents and children. First, there were multiple nationalities killed in that incident. Second, the shooter himself, along with expert investigators working on the case, who said it was not a race-related incident nor a hate crime. The incident occurred due to the suspect's sexual obsessions and desire to rid his, his world of the sexual temptation of the massage parlors. As a former sex crimes detective at Anaheim Police Department for many years, I experienced similar incidents and in no way is a sex crime related to racism. Often the perpetrator has a dangerous sexual obsession with a certain race, but that is not based on racism or hate. The perpetrator hates himself for his sexual deviance, not the victim per se. Furthermore, why did you not include additional facts in your message so that the reader understood the real issue? For instance, the most aggravated assaults against Asian victims are committed by black assailants. As a matter of fact, in San Francisco, it was found that over 80% of aggravated assaults against Asians were by black males. Also in that report, in, in the San Francisco district attorney, who is now in LA DA, refused to prosecute many of the defendants because they were black. Now, I just want to come back for a second to the to the camera and just tell you why I included that, because, again, the narrative is meant to create this um, this concern for white supremacy. That's what that's what the media is trying to do. That's what the, the Biden administration is trying to say, is that because of President Trump's white supremacy ties. And this is a quote. I'm not I'm not saying that there is. Uh, and uh, what is it? Proud boys that they try to tie this to then because of his rhetoric about the China virus or the Wuhan, Wuhan virus is that somehow anything that happens against the Chinese um, uh, community is based on white supremacy. And so that is why I threw that in there. If anybody's wondering, well, why would you throw it in about the box? Well, because I want to make sure it's understood that it isn't 
a white on Asian issue necessarily, that it's also uh, primarily a black on Asian issue. So I just wanted to, sure. did that, that, was that clear? Or do you think that, yeah, that no, message was clear. made? Okay, so I just wanna make sure you understood because I know that, I, and Nasir had a really good uh, comment here. Uh, Nasir, uh, the 14 year old Muslim said, the word racism losing its meaning, I think, but yes. racism does exist, which is wicked. Absolutely, that is a really good message. And we're gonna, um, Hedy wrote a, wrote a great message for the Christian Post, which addresses real racism. And <laughs> uh, the matter of fact, and so that's why I wanted. There's a. I want to make sure there's a. Or a, a different. Oops, sorry, I didn't bring it up on the screen. Um, to understand the difference, I don't want to. I don't want you to get the feeling that I'm denying that there's racism. I'm just telling you that this is not based on reality. Uh, I also have some links to some articles so that he can see some links and some studies that, that prove my point to make sure that I'm being factual. Another fact is that most hate crimes are committed by minorities against other minorities. That is a fact reviewed in an FBI study. Here is one of the such report on that study. I gave a link to that study. Uh, I, I conclude the email uh, with two paragraphs here. It would have been far better to simply tell parents and students it is apparent that crime has increased in many communities. We have also seen some horrific incidents of mass shootings in recent days. In light of these incidents, it is important for you to know that PYLUSD is always dedicated to doing our utmost to keep your children and employees safe and, and employees safe at all of our schools. We are working closely with our local law enforcement and to make that a priority so as learning can take place stress-free. All rules of uh, respecting others and, and bullying will continue to be enforced throughout the school district. In the future, I hope we can expect you to set an example of mutual respect for all nationalities, races, and cultures that are represented in the students at PLY at USD. Fear mongering and the misstatement of facts of emotionally charged tragedies does us all a great disservice, especially for our children who are learning to navigate a difficult world as it is. Respectfully, uh, Andy Falcon, his father of four students at PYLUSD. Hedia. So I think it's important that he realize that sending such messages to parents and then making the parents question whether there is this kind of systematic rise in racism and then having those conversations with their children, then they send each of our children to school either afraid or intimidated. Mm. And it creates a hostility between our kids that doesn't otherwise exist. Our kids are trying to get over this pandemic, are stuck wearing masks so their, face, their facial expressions aren't showing. And now they have to worry about either being the Asian kid and being attacked or being the white kid and, and people thinking they're about racism or they're going to attack someone. Right. So it's none of the kids benefit from trying to put them in these kind of pockets of isolation and I think you also had a really good point is that it paves the way for all the parents to accept this ethnic studies curriculum. Well, right. look, our kids, we don't want them to grow up to be these racist bigots that hurt people. So why don't we put this curriculum that'll teach your kids how not to be racist? And meanwhile, it's demonic devil worship in there, worshiping a pagan gods and a really distorted um, view of American history. That's right. just horrific. And basically about the foundation of Amer American society. And remember, I, I'm a brown person. My parents are from the Middle East. My Both my parents, 3,000 years go back to Iran. So I've suffered from racism. I worry about issues that affect my daughter at being a woman of color. But, but this is not the way to handle it. It's no. just not. No. Uh, and that's why I started the, the discussion in the beginning with us being at El Dorado High School yesterday and seeing the diversity there. 
this, this is one way of dividing those, that diversity, right? They begin yeah. to get in pockets. We already hear about universities, yeah, have, universities. Have, yeah, having separate graduations, right? They have a black graduation. They have an Asian graduation. They have an LGBTQ. Oh, no, and then they here. tell the white kids, you're not allowed yeah. to have a separate the, one. That's so racist. the white kids go, hey, we want to have our own. They go, no, you can't. That's racist. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> and see, we just build on this stuff and just go to school. Right. right? And just teach our kids school district. What are you doing? Like, just, just say, hey, parents, we see there's a lot of crime going on, which there is an uptick in crime in a lot of communities. Um, and there's an uptick in crime. And what we're going to do is make sure that when the kids are here, this is the place where they can be together, learn together, not look at each other as different colors, but look at each other as friends and, and maybe even like in a, in a way of a, a family that's at that school. And let's stop talk, talking about all this crap. It's just silly crap. This is again, this is this whole thing, this whole narrative that was read that was written in his email was based on media propaganda democratic propaganda there's no other way to put it um and so that's what began it just began to work on me i'm like wow this he, the parents going to read this that also you know only watch cnn and they go oh my own oh, you know the school district is even right and they go the and they, concerned. And then oh, now no. they, he said talk to the kids about it. okay kids you need to be afraid of white people because apparently they're attacking <laughs> asians right because the, the the school the supervisor said that they're the superintendent is what they call them i keep getting it wrong the superintendent says that you know you know that we're, we're, we're concerned about this there's an uptick so you guys need to be careful about those white kids Right now, it's all of a sudden like, like oh, some white people moved moved across the street. <laughs> like oh, wow. we're back to that. Like we're back to that. We're back to Archie Bunker time. Like you know? so sad. <laughs> that's how the Jeffersons was created. And then what does that do to the white kids? Either they have a, a sense of shame, yeah. or of of anger. Right. Of you know why am I being treated this way? Why am I why am I having to apologize for the color of my skin because of the ancestors of my parents? And it, it creates a hostility that just doesn't belong there. It's just a horrible thing to send our kids with all they're dealing with now, sending them to school with that on top of it. Right. And I'm just going to bring up one more thing uh, because my kids are both white in appearance. <laughs> their, blood, in appearance. their bloods have, they have a, a, a American Indian. Yes. They have a Mexican, they have Irish, which were also you know, very uh, brutalized. Uh, yep. In America. Yeah. And then I have your daughter, which is now my stepdaughter, um, who's of Persian descent. Yes. Right. And so I, I mean, I, I have a few things to worry about. Not only that, we're both in law enforcement. So what does the school do? What is allowed to happen at Kramer Middle School is that this is put on the website to serve and protect. They got a police officer standing in front of, of graves, uh, uh, tombstones of, oh, of, of, so of, of black suspects who were killed. Doing that. This is at Kramer Middle School at the, in the Placentia Yorba Linda School District. Uh, There's another picture that was on the website. This is of uh, protesters that says Black Lives Matter on their T-shirt and the cops are spraying them with um, OC spray uh, and, and apparently spraying one in the mouth, apparently. And in the background, they got white people looting um, and um, the black people are being brutalized by the police officers. This is this is art, apparently. And then the picture in the front is, of course, um, some of the uh, so-called victims of police brutality. They do nothing to say that, well, all of them were committing a crime and the police were responding to a crime and it, to protect themselves, they had to use lethal force. They, they forget that part. <laughs> that part doesn't seem to be important in their narrative. Um, and, uh, you know, they want to continue to think that police are hunting them down. So for my kids, we have this going against them. They, oh, your dad's a cop. Uh, oh, your mom's an FBI agent, you know, a FBI uh, uh, operative. Um, and they're white. Uh, oh, wait, she's Persian. I mean, uh, uh, 
I mean, that's where you guys get they get put into all these pockets, and now it it becomes part of the the discussion, the narrative. And if you have somebody that really hates, and I, I fly proudly a, a, a Trump flag for you know a long period of time, and and I and I, I fear for my kids with all this. And now we're getting it from the school district superintendent, reminding the parents, yeah, you got to be careful about these white people uh, because uh, they're attacking Asians in the community. That's how I read it. Am I being hyperbolic? Am I, am I out of line? No, I don't think you're out of line in the sense that it, this could lead to a dangerous place. Mm -hmm. And I think it's important for all rational, sober-minded parents to be concerned and call it out so that we stop it early. Hmm. Well, the dangerous cocktail. Oh, I'm just German in a region. <laughs> Oh, look at this from Twitch. Uh, the Wandering Musician. This upsets me uh, so much. Not you guys, but the narrative. I love you both. Wow. Thank you. From Twitch. You Sometimes we don't get great messages from Twitch. <laughs> yeah, they're usually pretty hostile. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, we are not angry at them. It's, it is made up. No. And one more thing here. Oh, thank you, Sharon. I appreciate yes. that very much. I'm, oh, I'm, glad, I'm glad I'm not the only one. I felt I didn't know if I was the only one. Um, and I just wanted to send it out. I made sure and sent it out to all the school board members too, so they could see, because if you just, my belief was, and if, if, uh, the, the doctor happens to see this, the, the thing is that sometimes when you send it to one person, they read it and it just goes into the, yeah, <laughs> I want to make sure that it was understood that this was uh, an email that, that you got. And again, I don't know you again, if you're watching or see a replay of this, I don't know you, uh, you could be, uh, your intentions could have been perfectly on board with what you thought was going to be doing the right thing. But I, I'm just saying that you, I think that this was misguided uh, and could have been written a little bit better that there's, uh, you know, it just could have been written better uh, in my opinion, yes. in my humble opinion. Um, do you want to talk a little bit any more about this or did we cover that pretty good? I think that's great. I want to talk about your article in oh. the Christian post. You just published it today or just went yes. live today? Yes. It just dropped? Just dropped. <laughs> like a song. And um, it also addresses something that's going on. So we were, this is the- is Micro. This the, my, uh, see, you knew that I was gonna struggle with macro yes. or micro. Uh -huh. So we're talking about, and again, uh, uh, I've talked about this on my show. Carol's uh, been on the show, uh, I've been watching the show for a period of time and, and knows that what um, even uh, Pastor Jack at, at Calvary Chapel Chino Hills says, you know, we focus on the presidency so much. We, we, we focus on voting for the right party when it comes to the president. Sometimes it comes down to the Congress and Senate. But what we really need to focus on, on is our local stuff that's going on in school boards, in city councils, in our mayors and all that kind of stuff, in representatives for our state, that we really need to focus on that. That's where things really need to be looked at because that's where they get out of hand. And that's how we lose control. Um, and so that's we we address that with the school board and the school district. Your um, uh, article goes more of a, a world view yes. of how how this affects us. Well, they asked me to comment on uh, Biden's new appointee for as UN ambassador and like what her platform was going to be. And I did a bunch of research and just took some of her comments and projected that this same narrative about how racist and oppressive Americans are and thereby white Americans um, and her pushing that narrative from the UN. Remember the UN representative is supposed to be addressing the world, but she took that opportunity to address racism in the United States and saying basically glorifying Black Lives Matter and saying that 
Black lives do matter and they do need to be glorified. I'm talking about BLM Incorporated. Mm -hmm. So I, I always like to make that distinction. Um, but and and basically pitting, again, white America against black America. And if this is in a, any indication of the of the tone and tenor, then we could expect that kind of vilification of white Christian America to continue and, and to be spread from our representatives to the rest of the world. And what I uh, acknowledge that was noticeably absent from her comment was the slaughter, the outright slaughter mm. of Christians in Africa and other parts of the Middle East, that it's just despicable in this opportunity that she has to present herself to the UN in one of her first presentations that she doesn't mention the plight of persecuted Christians, which is something that the Trump administration had put on the top of its agenda when addressing world bodies was the plight of persecuted Christians. And and that's just um, a tragic uh, misstep, I think, on her part. Awesome. So read the article. Love your comments. Christian Post. Thank you. We don't have it on a tab, do we? Or do you? No. I was looking to see if we had it on a tab. <laughs> it was a great article. I, I just read it when I got home. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I just, I read it and then I got in a hurry, got on the freeway, but I just finished reading. It really is a well-written, you are a great writer. Wow. Thank you. I, 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 you know, I, um, thank you for, um, spell checking my email too. Oh, well, you're, you're <laughs> a great writer all on your own. I just do a little, you know, editorial yeah. stuff. It sounded good, but now it sounded great, uh, with your help. I appreciate it. Uh, and Priscilla says great uh, article, by the way. Thank you. Priscilla. Uh, then we have the wandering musician, by, yeah. wandering musician. Do I know you, by the way? I'm not sure if I know oh, you or not, look at uh, what but is. I played music cool. for a policeman's ball last year, which is great. When some of my friends found out I was ridiculed and shunned from a few shows in Rosewell, well, uh, New Mexico. That's wow. Crazy. And see, that's the thing is, is that his son, was thinking of becoming a cop. Originally, my daughter wanted to become a police officer. Now she's like, ew, I would never become a cop. Cops are disgusting. And I was like, whoa. Oh, okay, wait, <laughs> wait, what? You know what I mean? I was like, you've grown up. I mean, the first person to pick her up from the airport when we traveled from DC to LA was a cop in a cop car. You know what I mean? I was like, so Uncle Jim is bad? She's like, no, I'm not talking about individuals. I'm talking about the system. And I was like, right. I'm like, who? Where'd you learn that? You know, it's just the, it's the constant influx of not just the national media and the terrible news stations that are just propaganda at mm -hmm. this point, but on her TikTok or Instagram and all the things that the kids are ingesting are pumping out these messages as well. Yeah. So school has become about that. It's become about race. It's become about uh, transgender and talking people into being trans transgender when they're going, I don't want to be transgender. I mean, it, I mean, there's so much of yeah. this bullying, uh, you know, because some your friends want you to be something else that you're not. No, you must be this. You must be gay. Yeah, I'm not gay. No. Yeah, you are. Yeah. You know, and I mean, and and telling them you could be anything. You could be any sexual identity. You could choose your pronouns. It's like, no, the English language is made for pronouns to identify male and female. It's biological. I, I, and I, I went through And this, scientific. And scientific. <laughs> yeah. The plants take oxygen and create leaves. And those leaves feed the animals. And the animals feed the people. And we live on a planet. And it's, you know, heated by the sun. I mean, like, these, these things are just natural occurrences of the universe. And they've called and, and the enemy 
of our children and of a God-centered country has called into question all of it for our children. Mm. Basically saying, we're going to wipe this clean because if they make us not, if they make them nothing, they could plant in them what they want. Wow. Got to fight it. Got to fight it. We got to fight emails like this. And I'm sorry, uh, doctor, but uh, we got to do better. We got to go back to teaching our kids, right? And not feeding into this. And I think you should throw that a slide of this is what they're preparing for us to accept ethnic studies. And this is how they describe oh. the um, the origins of American society. Is that one? To, yeah. Yes. yes. So the, the this is the creator or one of the co-chairs of ethnic studies. He says the United States is, was founded on a Eurocentric, white supremacist, racist, anti-black, anti-indigenous, capitalist, classist, uh, patriarchal, sexist, and misogynistic, heteropatriarchal, homophobic, and anthropocentric. Pro <laughs> I almost made it the whole through the whole thing. Paradigm brought from Europe. That's what they want to teach our kids. What? That's what's that? coming into. That's that's the that's yeah. the, the ethnic studies. That's what they're trying to get past this curriculum into our studies for our children. And again, and that's where again I go back to this message from the superintendent. That's how we get there. That's how we're going to get there because these little, this may be a little drop to somebody like, um, that's not so bad. It's just a little thing, but that it's, it's drip, 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 drip. And as this continues, it becomes bigger and bigger. Next thing you know, we're teaching something like that as ethnic studies. Next thing you know, they're, they're saying, well, we, you know, you can, you can be a girl and we'll take you to where you need to have your, uh, whatever the medicine is. I forget what yeah, it is. Hormones? Yeah, hormones. Yeah. Uh, and, but you don't need your parents permission to do that. Right. right? The state has given us, uh, the ability to take you to have that done. Just like they offer don't, don't birth control without notifying your parents at, yeah. at um, Planned Parenthood. So they say, okay, we could change your gender too. Can you imagine? I mean. Yeah. And the sex education going all the way down to kindergarten. Yeah. Um, this, this is how these things happen. So again, I just want you to understand, I, I'm not, I'm not the kind of person that goes off the handle. You know, you have some people that show up at these, at these uh, school board meetings that are a little questionable, but, uh, but I, I really think through, my very best. Even when I do these shows, I think through, I don't, sometimes it'll happen in the news. You'll see, I won't comment for a, about a day or two later because things, sometimes things come out as not being true or somebody took it out of context or something like that. Or I also want to find supporting information. So, you know, I, I hope you know that I don't fly off the handle without first making sure that at least as much as possible that I can have all my facts and know that what I'm speaking about is true. Very important um, to go to the original source material. Yes, exactly. And so that's the case on this email too. I, I took my time. I didn't send that email that night when I read it because it would have been much different. Because <laughs> I, I was a lot more heated. I, I've learned now that. he's spirit filled. Yeah, <laughs> now he's spirit filled. But it took a little time to kind of like, okay, calm down. Let's think this through. And then really realizing that this is one of those little incremental things, this little drip that we need to stop. We need to, we need to fix our faucet. It, it, and then make sure it's not dripping this little thing that turns into a bigger flood. And eventually. like, like you said, I'm, I'm so glad you took credit for not just, not just you, but the, the movement people like Sharon as well. I know she was involved in that too, that supporting Leandra and the push at the school board to open the schools back up. Like, you know, even the, the funny people that got up the guy with the underwear on his face. I mean, like everybody, I mean, it was <laughs> yeah. just, it was flooded with people yes. that like open our schools from every walk of life. And then lo and behold, it, you know, schools scheduled to reopen again. Yeah. So we can, this is a society by the people for the people. 
remember that this is the, that's what the Republic is founded on. So this is, this is our time to take the country back. I mean, we've been asleep for way too long. Yeah, We've allowed that dripping. Yes. And uh, until it turns into a waterfall, which is a yeah. great example that, that pastor Jack says about Noah and the ark <laughs> where like where people waited and they're making fun of him. And then they're seeing the two giraffes go two by two and yeah. the elephants. And then they're like, what is this fool doing? He's like, it's going to rain. It's going to flood. Yeah. And it was like, there's a fool. And then when the door goes up and the drizzles start to come, everyone's like, what happened? Oh my God. It's the let us in. Let us in. Let us in. Hey, so guess what? You've been walking around with this thing on your face for over a year now. The knock's here. <laughs> yeah. You. you know, you've been oppressed yeah. by a fake, uh, a fake scandal to just see how much we would take. Yeah. You know? How far they could push us. How push far our they kids. could push us. It's affecting our kids. Oh, my God. It's uh, my daughter's completely changed from who she was before this. And mm. I know there's a lot of parents out there really struggling with that. So we just can't, we can't let them go back to school to be told every day that they're guilty for some crime against someone somewhere. Yeah. Go back in the tweets and find something you said back when she liked cops. Yeah, right? exactly. And, and use it against her. I mean, that, that is possible, right? Exactly. It is one of those things that they can use. Well, yeah, actually, her article when she was in fifth grade at school was "My Mom's My Hero." Oh. And I had a picture of me in an FBI jacket with sunglass, dark sunglasses on. <laughs> That's when I was the hero for her. <laughs> You'll be her hero again one day. Yeah, we'll we'll make it through, and then we'll write a book about it, and then we'll tell people all about it. <laughs> uh, Priscilla put the article in the chat for Facebook, so if you're watching it on the certain page, you'll see it. If you're in YouTube, you won't see it or Twitter. I'm sorry, Thank but, you, but go to ChristianPost.com. And then forward slash news. Well, and, and just, it's my name. Just yeah, search for my name. I'm a columnist there. So all my stuff comes let's up. Let's put that. Uh, let's put this back up. Oops. And get rid of the chat. Sorry about that. Right there. So Hedia Miramati. Yes. I don't have your whole name on there. I, if you just put <laughs> Hedia in the search, I'm the only one. Yeah, how many Hedias are there? I'm the only one. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Very good. All right, ChristianPost.com, and then in the search, type in Hedia, and uh, her articles will come. Read all of our articles; they are fantastic. Oh, That's why I go to her to to fix my my mean emails. <laughs> it's it's a labor of love, my dear. Labor. Of all right. Love. Thank you for being on the show. I think you need to be on this show too. He <laughs> <laughs> brings so much to everything. No, thank you. Oh my God! Oopsie, I went, hit the wrong thing. Um, but yeah, go to our living fearless devotional.com too. Uh, and, uh, and just because maybe you won't listen to our devotional, but go there and subscribe anyway, you don't have to listen and just yes. get five stars and say, wow, that devotional was so fantastic. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Cause that helps push it out. So people can see it. All right. <laughs> Anything else? Sorry. I almost choked right there. No, you know, what's so funny. I got to tell this little bit of story. Okay. So I got this cough, right? <laughs> it, you, yeah. I haven't coughed yet, but it's a really nasty. And Hedy is a doctor on top of it. Oh yeah. She's a doctor. <laughs> that, that's not my story. <laughs> okay. So, and I, I got this runny nose thing going on and people are going to go, Oh, I can't believe you went again. You went through sick. So I I'm, I'm going and it has that list of symptoms. And, uh, but the doctor sends me to the farm and I'm thinking, well, how can I get to the pharmacy? <laughs> If I answer yes, yeah, 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 I got like three of those, symptoms. <laughs> three of those symptoms. <laughs> and they go, do you have any symptoms? No. <laughs> I got a mask on. You can't see the snot running down my face. No, I have nothing. I, I need to go in and get my, uh, what I get? And antibiotics. Yes. So I had to go there. Yeah. <laughs> so I had three of the things on the list. I know. 
Yeah. I know. It's just and then like, I walk in, they go, we got to check, check your temperature. And thank God it was cold <laughs> outside. So, because right now I'm sweating. But when, when I walked in, I'm thinking, oh, shoot, I got to think cold, think cold. And they go, go ahead. You go ahead. I go, it's like really? Pastor Jack talking about going to the DMV and being like, I can't breathe and taking off his mask. And, oh, yeah. oh, no. Stop. Slow Push motion. Whoa. And then like, you can see him all standing 10 feet away. You got to put your mask on. Oh, my God. All right. Sorry. We went completely haywire there. We're just, we're just done with yeah, the Yeah, we're done with the whole thing. All right, my friends, uh, thank you for watching and uh, pass this around, send, you know, send it to your friends with a P-Y-L-U-S-D and just, you know, just maybe, you know, get them to, to understand that we we can't accept. We want our, our school district and our you know school board to focus on education, math, math that has one answer, <laughs> not math that has two answers. How racist, again, I just want to say this again. I just got, how racist is it to say, well, we can't have math so that's so difficult that people can't just guess and and if they guess wrong it's okay and because it, it's geared towards a certain demographic of our community they said well we can't expect them to get math right that's racist <laughs> I got, I, 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 i'd be like no i can get it right i know what two plus two is you didn't what it's like saying well we can't have uh, ids for for voter we can't have we can't expect people of color to get an id they don't know how to get an id what so, it's so it's so horrible it's just and, so it, and it's so offensive to all of the immigrants i mean my parents came and with you know 50 dollars in their pocket worked three jobs you know learned english from watching tv i mean that's really worked hard to live the american dream and to now just to keep saying oh well you know you're not stupid you're not worthy of doing this just take a just take a check just go get on welfare. You don't need to worry about all the rest of it. I mean, why are you killing the American dream for people? That's why people are flocking to the country to live the yeah. dream. That was another one last thing. I know I, I, I said we we're going to sign up, awesome. but uh, one, one last thing. This is it for sure. But um, we are, you know, we joke around and we, um, uh, you know, we, we have fun with uh, all races, all races of people. Myself, I mean, she said, you know, she never thought she would date a Mexican, and here she is. We're the, Pex <laughs> we're the Pexicans. We're the Pexicans. But we have fun with stuff like that. But when we're at church, we were watching the band play last night, right? And the, where the music was amazing. Um, and um, and just uh, the feeling we get when we sing those songs, and sometimes I get a little teary-eyed, that kind of stuff. And then Jack comes out, and he said, did you realize that we have every nationality on the stage? And it's like, no. We just see the music. Democrats see the colors on the stage. Yeah. Like he goes, he had to like think about it. like, oh wait a minute, we have a bunch of different colors. And he wanted to make that point. Like we don't see that, yeah. right? The same thing with the school. We don't see that. We see a bunch of kids having a heck of a good time, being happy that they're back in the sports and playing sports. They could care less if you're Asian or black or Hispanic. It, it doesn't matter. Yeah, they're just having fun. Quit bringing it up. Sorry, I just had to leave that one last thing. <laughs> Sorry. One last thing here. <laughs> right. My son's first grade teacher actually gave me a common core math lesson on the whiteboard when the kids were at, at recess so that I could help my kid with homework. Well, Sharon, I got to tell you, though, that's on purpose. They created the common core to disconnect us from our kids and mm. our ability to teach them that whole wonky way in which they define adverbs and verbs and participle phrases and math of formulas. Um, is completely bizarre. I mean, I try to help my daughter with her homework and I was like, listen, it's a formula, X and Y, solve for the X and Y. She's like, what are you talking about? It's literally a different language for them. 
And as a consequence, we're disconnected from our children and being able to teach them. It's just like all the other ploys that they have to create a generation that is that is indoctrinated with a particular viewpoint so that we can't so that we can't participate in their lives and create an influence at, the, mm-hmm. at those really important times. Yeah. I remember so, watching one of my kids doing math and they were putting circles around right? the things and I'm going, what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> Just put the numbers on top of each yeah, other do, and add them. No, I would like, do this. One, <laughs> two, plus three, one, two, no, three, li- four, five. Literally division. <laughs> The little box thing with the line that goes across and how you put the numbers, she literally did not know how to do that. It took me mm. a year to fight with her over how you do long division because yeah. that's just not the way they're, they're being taught. Right, let's just get back to the basics. Let's go. Let's go. Take the masks off. Take the partitions down. There's a study that came out of uh, South Carolina, I think it was, that uh, it, it, there's no out of eight, I forget how many, how many children, 80,000, I think, children in the study. There was not one uh, incident where the child passed on COVID to an adult. Not one. Zero. Zero. Well, that's what you fought for. <laughs> that was back in January or something like that. That was like back. That's what you fought for at the school, everybody. Everybody fight <sighs> for your schools. Yep. Open your schools. All right. Take the example of what happened in Placentia, Yorba Linda, and go and fight. Show up at your school board and just flood it. Flood it with emails, with calls, with attendance, and make them open the schools back up. Absolutely. All right, my friends. Thanks for joining me. Hedia, thanks for joining me. Thank you for having me. We should make this a regular thing. Thank you, everyone. (laughs) All right. Take care. Love you guys. Bye. Bye.